Welcome back to the next episode of the Two Bros podcast and today we're going to discuss the third pillar of uh, fitness and we are going to discuss uh, strength training. Now joining me again is Big Brother. Hello sir. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Now let's dive right into it. Now what do you understand by strength training because there are a lot of misconceptions here when you think of strength training you think of these uh gyms and a lot of weight and a lot of uh, muscular beefy guys and uh, you know men and women uh just throwing things around you know uh, you know lifting uh, tractor tires and you know throwing giant uh, metal ball or cement ball you know those high endurance high weight kind of extreme sport how off am i well uh you are not very off but not very accurate either mm-hmm. uh that is the extreme expression of strength training people who do strength training almost as a sport you know but for the average joe the average jane uh, strength training is extremely essential along with the other two pillars of cardiovascular endurance and mobility now i'll draw an analogy here if your body is an engine or a harmonious mechanical system uh cardiovascular fitness is like the lubrication so all of that that goes with it the oil the pump everything that you know keeps uh heat from accumulating and destroying parts of your system uh mobility would be essential load bearing uh joints uh, load bearing uh, you know assemblies and uh, ensuring they stay in shape and strength training really is the lattice or the framework that keeps the load bearing joints in in tip top shape so strength training i mean in the crudest sense it's about uh, adding uh, more resilience more volume to your muscles more endurance so that they can uh, you know take heavier load and not fail but in the longer term it's more than just gaining you know a beefy look now speaking of beefy looks when when we talk about strength training the emphasis and i mean no judgment here a lot of people uh, would like to emphasize on the appearance aspect of it all you know they want uh, chunky arms and shoulders and abs and stuff and the focus tends to shift in that direction now will you call that uh, a you know strength training regime as such it is and you know uh, no harm in that uh, people do uh, join gyms to get more definition and tone in their what is known as the the show muscles you know the biceps and the triceps and the pecs and the abs and the quads etc the the thing about strength training for the average person though is that it is uh, not to be taken as a sport into itself but it is one of the three pillars of overall fitness so strength training will help you do what you love to do longer and stronger so that you enjoy it for example if you like playing golf for instance you want a strength training element so that you prevent debilitating injuries to let's say your shoulder or your back if you love playing tennis if you love dancing strength training is equally important for you okay understood now a, a, a very uh, relevant question these days and you know this day and age is uh gyms have uh, sort of opened up in a, in a in a few cities but not everywhere now how important do you or do i really need to go to a gym for uh, strength training excellent question and while gyms are great places to you know have a, a sense of community a sense of uh, accomplishment to sort of get motivation going when you're feeling you know low by looking at other people and what they're doing uh, they're by no means essential uh, strength training can be done simply by 
you know you being at home and using your own body weight as as resistance so body weight training is really something that has caught on and uh, for people who are into you know all kinds of uh, cross sport uh, sort of lifestyles you know people who like to run and play a little bit of sport people who like to dabble a bit in basketball and football for for those guys what is important is lean strength and that is strength through and through you know your your calves your quads your hip flexors etc all of that so through and through rather than just the show muscles of biceps and you know doing uh, innumerable bicep curls so what what can a person do at home like give us a few instances of a few examples of how we can go about uh, doing strength training at home so first up you need uh, you know maybe clear space maybe 6 uh, to 8 feet by about 4 feet and uh, then you need any sort of thin mat and uh, you need your own body so you know dress up any way you want any comfortable attire works and then just start with the basics really uh, movements that came to us naturally uh, how uh, you know can you uh, sort of proficiently or comfortably bear weight on your uh, lower body can you squat for instance can you facing a wall uh make like you're sitting in a chair on a chair but without the chair so essentially your knees and your ankles are in a straight line and you're sitting down without the chair being there that is a perfect squat you can do it five times and see you know how your body responds you can do it 10 or even 30 50 80 however many you please the key is of course starting low and building up your strength as it goes along so a squat is really the simplest form of lower body strength training uh for upper or let's say the core and upper body a simple way to do it is a plank you know palms down your entire body weight on your toes and your palms your body is in a straight line from head to toe and you're looking down into the mat that is a plank and uh, that really is a good measure of where your core strength is at so try and hold it for 30 seconds 40 seconds 50 seconds uh, of course here i must emphasize that the form is of prime importance it's not how many seconds you held a plank it's about how many seconds you held the correct plank in that's a very good point and i'm going to add something here in uh, at least in the early stages uh, again obviously uh, like we've always mentioned listen to your body know your limits start slow with a lower weight and emphasize more on doing Uh, more reps with less weight and eventually build up with if you are using weights that is eventually move your way up the weights and you know keep the number of reps so to speak uh, on a higher side on on the the regular side that you were doing now uh, let me come back to a very uh, you know when it comes to strength training the general consensus is that people buy weights at home and they just start doing bicep curls and stuff and two things happen either they get injured that's one because they're not doing it right the other thing is they develop those muscles they want they develop the biceps and they you know they've got the whole instagram game going but they can't actually do anything with those you know the arms they just can't carry stuff in in a regular day to day life once they're done with the gym the arms don't work the legs don't work but they look good so what do you so that's the that's the stuff we were talking about on show muscles you know uh, several times you have uh, sort of let's say a technician come in and you know uh, i i had an experience like that wherein i needed a cupboard panel fitted 
And the guy who came in was a lean, wiry fellow and uh, he comfortably lifted a 50 kilo panel and, you know, put it. And that is an unwieldy thing to do. And often people like us, you know, go to gyms, etc. would struggle with that. Now, that's the difference between lean strength and, you know, show strength. Now, that's by no means saying that anybody with big arms is not strong. Of course, there is a correlation between volume and uh, strength. But the thing really is uh, progression, you know. Uh, the Adidas training app has an excellent progression. So you can start with something like incline push-ups, which are uh, stuff you do standing up against a wall. And then you move on to uh, various degrees of inclines and then a full push-up. And once you've mastered full push-ups, and let's say you're doing 20, 25 comfortably, you can do to decline push-ups. So a progression is important and a progression for every muscle group is important. It's not enough to just... Uh, be strong in your arms it's equally important to be strong everywhere understood now uh, let me come uh, let me discuss another aspect of this at least uh, this is the case which i've noticed in india strength training is entirely focused on by by men as such now i don't really see a lot of women dabbling into uh, strength training as such and some of the excuses i have like like i won't say excuses some of the explanations i've been given is that i don't like uh, you know, having those chunky arms and I don't like that uh, chiseled look. Now, how important is strength training for, let's say, a female athlete or even a female who's trying to get back into shape and, uh, you know, get into the whole fitness game? Extremely important. And, you know, the uh, without getting into this debate about how chiseled, etc. looks, uh, everybody needs strength training in their lives. You know, uh, people don't work out by saying, uh, you know, I will look like X. But that's not the point. The point is for you, first of all, to be a great version of yourself uh, without the jargon and without the cliches. I would say that for you to enjoy life completely, you need to be fit. And uh, unfortunately or fortunately, the three rules of fitness are to be cardio fit, to be mobile and to be strong. Now, you need to be strong regardless of whether you want to look like X or whether you don't want to look like X. Now, how extreme you take it, that's up to you. You know, but incorporating a strength training regime, a basic regime of uh, beginner level, upper body, core and lower body training is absolutely essential. Now, so now let's come back. Let's talk about another aspect uh, of uh, strength training, which is, I mean, we all look at uh, social media. We all look at these uh, actors with uh, sporting six to eight pack abs and, you know, they keep posting their workout regimes. Now, these in essence, don't uh, apply to everybody. And that's a, that's a you know common misconception that people try to gain strength training with an image in mind, like you had mentioned, that I want to look like this guy or this girl. And that generally leads to disappointment. Now, how does one go about, how do you start your uh, strength training? Where do you even begin with these things? Because again, like with anything else, there's so much information on social media to a point where it's now confusing. People don't know uh, what to follow and how to go about it and the intensity and the dedication and stuff. How do you even, where do you begin? See, the first thing to realize is that uh, if someone has a lot of time and resources in, on their hands and they're able to put that into their body, they will look a certain way. Now, if you're in a nine to five job, 
uh, and you want eight pack abs, you must be prepared to go above and beyond what a Tiger Shroff or Ritik do. But uh, you know, be cognizant that they do it because that's their living, that they earn their life, you know, the livelihood out of that. And you don't have those uh, six hours or those personal trainers looking at every sort of muscle group, uh, you know, of your body. So you're doing it on your own. And also, dare I say it, you're doing it with a different goal in mind. You're doing it to be an all-round better, stronger human being. You're not doing it uh, because you're going to be in a photo shoot for a magazine or you're going to be uh, shirtless uh, or, you know, on a beach in a movie. And, uh, you know, to, to each his own, really, to each her own. But if you have that goal in mind, then be prepared to put in the hard work. Now, chiseled abs, for instance, have very little to do with the strength training regime and 80% to do with the diet or what you put in yourself. So if you're able to put green juice and lean uh, sort of, uh, you know, uh, lean food in your body all day long, uh, you know, watch your calories like a hawk. And generally, you know, shred, uh, that's the term, uh, you know, bodybuilding enthusiasts use. Then you're able, then you'd be able to get to chisel abs much sooner than, you know, doing endless ab crunches and sit-ups all day long. Because even now, like I'm of moderate fitness and if I feel my core, I have abs. The only trouble is that they are obfuscated by this layer of uh, fat. Now, it's losing that layer that brings out your abs, not developing your abs, so to speak. So, working out with an image in mind, uh, nothing wrong with it, but be cognizant of the gap. The thing is that your gap right now, if you've been on the couch for five years, to someone like me, who's of average fitness, is the same as my gap with a professional sort of uh, sculptor who is, uh, you know, out there and uh, doing this for a living. So you have to put in the years to get to sort of average strength, you know, get to like 20 perfect form push-ups, 50 perfect form squats, you know, 20 lunges, you know, all the basics from top to toe before you dream of that. Now, it is possible to avoid all of that and just work on shredded abs. But will that make you strong? Maybe not. Some very good points, sir, and that kind of explains why I don't have abs. I mean, now I get it. <laughs> all right, brother, now let's, uh, I think we've covered pretty much everything. Now let's combine all three elements of our, uh, you know, trifecta of uh, fitness. And let's talk about how a person would approach, uh, you know, strength, mobility, and cardiovascular fitness. As a person who's, let's say, getting off the couch today and he's in his 30s, he's just maybe, let's say, he's quit smoking, he's quit drinking just now. To encapsulate all three of them, how would a basic workout regime look like which would incorporate all three of these uh, aspects and how do you even uh, proceed further with this? Well, a basic regime would take cognizance of where you are and start with all three at once. So you will essentially start by incorporating each of strength, mobility, and cardio in your weekly routine. Uh, Usually, you'd go out for a brisk walk two or three times a week. You would put in at least one or two strength training sessions of, let's say, basic lunges, squats, push-ups, or planks. Uh, And then top it off with two sessions of mobility, which could be 10 to 15 minutes each. Uh, That is where you would begin. Now, the good news is that the gains are solid early on. You know, when you start from zero, 
or let's say even minus one, your gains in the first few weeks are drastic. All of a sudden, you'll feel the the chin come back, you know, and the definition in your jawline come back, and you'll feel uh, arms getting a little less, uh, you know, more more defined. Uh, but then, you know, it stops because uh, there's a plateau you hit, and then you have to sustain yourself through that months three to about twelve. To make sure, so changes are still happening, but they're happening inside. You know, you're you're burning fat in places which are not so visible. Your 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 cardio system is getting better. For example, the pace at which you used to run. Uh, let's say uh, you were running and you had to attend a phone call in the middle, and you were huffing and puffing. All of a sudden, you realize that you stopped running. You were able to take a phone call without huffing. Those changes start happening, and they sustain themselves from months three to twelve. First three months, you will see a lot of changes very soon, and you'll be enthused. It is the easiest. Months three to twelve are the toughest, and then once it becomes a regular thing, you will see changes on a regular basis, and you'll be more attuned to your body as well. So, if you if you're starting from any level as a beginner. uh incorporate all three things in your weekly schedule and i would like to add uh, what i've uh, just started doing and i mean i haven't planned any of this i didn't even uh, you know look up any online tutorials i just started doing it i i came back from the sea in august and i basically planted myself in front of the tv and a lot of uh, alcohol consumption and stuff but only now after i get, reached a point where i was just not satisfied with my level of fitness did i start doing something about it and i started really slowly by getting my bike fixed and initially i would just cycle at a leisurely pace so that i wasn't really stressing much so that i would believe uh, focuses on the mobility aspect getting your joints going again that's that is step number 1 that you do eventually i started uh, pedaling a lot faster started getting my heart rate up and started keeping the the faster speed for a longer duration and eventually it became a target of covering a standard distance of let's say 14 15 kilometers in lesser and lesser time i remember the first time i did uh, 14 15 kilometers it took me about uh, 50 to 55 minutes and i did 15 kilometers yesterday it took me 42 minutes so my time is getting better and that kind of deals with the cardiovascular system as well and like i said earlier in the episode i started running yesterday so that i'm going to put that in as well So once I've got those two locked down, my plan is to then slowly shift towards strength training. Maybe start doing some push-ups. Maybe start lifting some weights. And uh, you know, once I've got that baseline covered, where I am mobile, my cardiovascular system is kind of work up and running. I would now like to you know shift some attention towards strength. And while I'm doing all that, I have cut out all junk food. I've stopped uh, all uh, consumption of alcohol and stuff. It's completely gone. so i'm watching what i eat i am working on that calorie deficit as well and i'm kind of in, you know encapsulating all three aspects of the fitness regime brother what is your opinion about that that is an excellent summary and you know i'm glad that uh, you've been able to put it so succinctly because no matter what your goal you know you may want to get faster better stronger you may want to get better at football or at a sport you may want to look better you may want to you know you may want to look better because of a goal or an event in your life or you may want to look better generally you may have an awakening one day that you know enough of neglect and now i need to do something about this or you may just be feeling in a funk you may be feeling low you may be feeling lethargic and you may want to fix it everything no matter what your goal is uh, three things cardiovascular endurance strength training and mobility these three things are essentially three pillars they are three legs of a tripod knock one out and you're uh, flirting with uh, you know you know uh, an injury or or a setback but you keep all three in place and you go places 
Um, of course, doing all three, uh, your body still may react in a in an unexpected way. There may still be setbacks and drawbacks, but keeping all three legs together uh, will make for a strong, healthy body. Completely agree with you there. And uh, like I said, there are like uh, there are a lot of reasons for people to get into this. It can be health reasons it can be it can even be social reasons it can be you know people having body image issues it can even be uh you know like like you said you can be in a funk and you're kind of tired of your regular nine to five and you want to throw in a little bit of uh, working out every now and then because in the end working out does make you feel good you get a dash of dopamine at the end of a workout if you kept your heart rate up you do feel good about yourself you feel good physically you know you feel lighter on your feet you are, uh, you know, you, you suddenly find yourself not gasping for air after climbing like two flights of stairs anymore. And that in general is a very good feeling. And I can uh, vouch for that because I used to be a really uh, unfit person and in, uh, at, uh, not too long ago, to be honest. And uh, once I picked up this journey, I mean, I found reasons to not continue it, but then I always found reasons to come back to it. And I think that uh, is a is a motivation in, in itself that you should not. I think I would say showing up is winning half the battle. I mean, there are days when I don't feel like cycling. Let's say the pollution levels are up, but I I really uh, at five o'clock I'm out the door. It's it's a very strict uh, regime that I've put myself on. Five o'clock I'm out the door with my cycle, and what I do is I vary the speed. On days when I'm not feeling up for it, I cycle uh, at a slower speed. On days when I'm really up for it, I cycle fast, but I always cover that 15, I try to touch that 15 kilometer mark every single day. Excellent. And uh, I'm really happy for you. Now, some of the people who'd be listening to this would uh, still be thinking, okay, that's too much, you know, 15 kilometers sounds so uh, much. So I'll give them some scientific, some logical reasons to start. Now, human beings are essentially biochemical organisms. Uh, uh, our biology and our chemistry, essentially our hormones, uh, really control our moods for us. And, you know, if you talk about, uh, you talked about dopamine, which is essentially the reward sort of chemical, uh, you do that by, uh, you know, hitting a goal. Uh, but along with dopamine, the important uh, hormones are, first of all, oxytocin, which are the love hormone. And oxytocin, of course, it is through relationships, etc. But it's also through your relationship with your own self. And uh, when you compliment yourself by putting yourself through something, that releases oxytocin. Uh, more directly, endorphins, which are essentially painkiller hormones. So any kind of exercise, uh, you know, releases endorphins. More importantly, to stabilize moods, serotonin, which is the mood stabilizer hormone, uh, and any kind of running, cycling, swimming, cardiovascular activities release serotonin. And that, uh, you know, alleviates if you're having... Uh, mood swings or you know you're feeling down and blue so biochemically logically as well human beings react positively to having a fit and healthy lifestyle a fit and healthy body and once again to start three things you need to maybe uh, look up an app like Adidas Runtastic or whatever app works for you uh, for mobility look up yoga with Adrian and for cardiovascular fitness, take up uh, any activity. Start with jumping jacks or if you have a bike, borrow it or uh, the good old-fashioned running or jogging. Some excellent points there, brother. Thank you so much for joining us. Is there anything else you want to add to this episode? Yes, I want to tell our listeners that we will be having a roster of experts coming in and talking about uh, some advanced topics once you get started on your personal journey. Uh, I would encourage everybody to hit us up, uh, you know, on uh, Apple Podcasts and Spotify, leave a review on our channel if you found this helpful. 
and look us up on Instagram as well and drop in a message, uh, you know, if you found any of this useful and if you incorporated it in your lifestyle. Yeah, we would like to know about your fitness journey as well and the challenges that you work. Uh, encountered on the way and if there are some things uh, that you want us to cover and like uh, big brother said we are going to have a panel of experts coming in so i can't wait for those uh, conversations and to be enlightened by their uh, expertise if there's something you want us to cover do reach out i will leave a link in the description brother thank you so much for yet another episode and as always we're going to end with a recommendation what do you got for us today well the recommendation is an app today it is the adidas training app uh it used to be called the runtastic uh, app and this app essentially lets you uh, you know uh, help yourself go or get started on your journey towards strength uh, it has workouts and uh, routines for all kinds of people sometimes uh, when you're not sure what to do it will help you build a workout if you just tell you tell it uh, what part of the body you want to sort of focus on and you can also build weekly plans like a 3 week or a 6 week transformation plan and it will uh, you know uh, put out workouts that you can follow so uh, essentially it is the complete gym replacement at home so what i really liked about this app was not only does it tell you so it at first it establishes a baseline of your fitness and then it it develops a plan unique to yourself right and not only that eventually you can set targets like let's say you want to do a 10k a sub 1 hour 10k 3 months from now they are going to develop a plan where they tell you how much distance to run and what speed should you be running at so it's a really really good guided tutorial they basically hold you by your hand all you got to do is show up and do it that's pretty much it brother thank you so much for this episode and i hope to join you again with our experts and uh, have some more enlightening conversations uh, about like these Thank you and look forward to it.